What's up, guys? We are back after another great weekend in MLS. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. MLS is the most entertaining league on the planet. Ooh, Connor, coming in hot today. We've got a great show in store. The Empire State is buzzing. The West is turning into a shootout in the standings. And do we have a new contender in the East? Plus, we'll have some more fun with MLS memes in one of our favorite games, Tappan Merchant. The expansion mansion starts right now. We have finger guns in the budget? Oh, yeah. Hey everyone, welcome to the Expansion Mansion. It's another Woo! exciting weekend in MLS in the books. Thank you, uh, Max. Let me introduce you <laughs> to the rest of the panel that's gonna help me talk about it. Max Bredos, I thought big it would like a uh, live studio audience vibe. Maybe uh, people Woo! really have. Woo! Okay. Uh, and Vince LaRosa, back again. We're in a very large studio. There's five Woo! total people. In this area. Dancing his hat. Can you hear it? I don't think they can hear it. Anyway. Um, it's before, all for the hat. Before we get going, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and click that like button. We appreciate the support as always. Now let's get into the biggest topics and storylines coming out of the weekend. It's time for hashtag, hashtag trending. Vince is chop. It's a thing. It's just it's gonna a happen. Like I got a pants, salt bay. I got a hat co, I got a chop. Salt bay. Uh, Gen Z. Let me take you guys. Let me take you guys across country to a little road city. Trip. Road, road trip. trip. Road trip. Little city called New York. Right now they're having a moment. And it, on my card says New York State of Mind, which is a Billy Joel song. Correct. But, but I would prefer we do uh, Back in the New York Groove, Ace Freely. Ace Freely. Connor's What are two of those things? Stuff. Yeah. Ace Freely is a guitar player. He should shoot lightning bolts out of his guitar. Famously with Kiss. Pretty. Freely's Comet. Pretty <laughs> awesome. You want to kiss? <laughs> Whoa, hey. I do want to kiss. All right, let's I get back. I want a Detroit Rock City kiss. <laughs> let's get back on topic. We're talking about New York Red Bulls and NYCFC. Both teams started out four. I mean, Red Bulls lost their first two games. NYCFC was, uh, let's see, they, they were just kind of floundering towards the bottom while they were trying to make their CONCACAF Champions League run. Yeah. So what's changed? Well, for New York City FC's case, and I'm happy to report this with regards to CONCACAF Champions League because Seattle's doing it as well, but... These MLS clubs are completely committed to winning that. So they're sacrificing their MLS campaign early on because you can fix that. If you, if it, and, and, and that's what New York City FC is doing. Now that they're focused on MLS, they're tearing it up. 15 goals in their last three games. I love all the South American players they're bringing in. These are high investment type guys that New York City FC are leaning into. So it's, uh, it, it's good to see that. And Seattle's probably going to follow the same the same uh, process as well. But uh, New York City FC has been great, but I've been really surprised by the Red Bulls in particular. Uh, I think that combination of Klimala and Lukinius has really been a wonderful combination that has uh, given me, get, made me feel a little nostalgic of Red Bull teams from a couple years ago, three, four years ago. Yes, yeah, see, I'm, I'm the flip. I think that NYCFC is more of a surprise just because they have a lot of big egos in that dressing room. So I guess credit to Ronnie Dyla, who's convinced those guys, hey, yes, we won MLS Cup, we fell just short of going to the CONCACAF Champions final. League final. Some of you would like to move on to Europe or Brazil or wherever else they can get paydays. Uh, but he's got them playing really well. They're scoring a ton of goals. I mean, just incredible amount of goals. But, but I, I, I disagree because those guys would have moved on. They would have replaced them. 
Right. They kind of already have. I mean, Tyus Magno's there to replace so, that guy. I, so Magno's I would disagree, and I would say Red Bulls are kind of, I'd say, the biggest surprise just because, look, they won MLS Cup. They were going to the CONCACAF Champions League. Do you think the little hangover? No? No. No? I don't, I, that does happen, but you, you always have to hold the winners of the MLS Cup and sometimes winners of the Supporter Shield. Always hold them accountable to doing well the following season. I think we're starting to, which is a nice trend. I've, I felt like MLS teams in the past, they would win MLS Cup and then just dip because they were like, sure. we got it. Sure. Um, but that's not how it happens in, in leagues across the world. I mean, you see Liverpool, Man City, they win and they just go, we'll be back next year. I like that fact that New York City FC is committing themselves to be an MLS super club, a club that's like Seattle, Toronto, that are always in Which the Which wasn't mix. the case, I mean, until maybe oh. just a year ago. They right? were they were pointed as a team that just never were able to meet those expectations. So, uh, In a big market, too. Yeah, and with Tyus Magno and um, obviously uh, 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 Castellanos, who am I forgetting here? Uh, uh, Santi Rodriguez. Santi Rodriguez. Been good. These are guys from uh, all over Thiago's South America. Been great. Yeah, Tiago Pereira, who scored a goal over the weekend, who's like a, a young young DP. These are these are guys that they're scouting at a high level and coming in there. But I like the Red Bulls too. Red Bulls, the new the, the Red Bull community of clubs is very very good, excellent. Whether it's Red Bull Leipzig or Red Bull Salzburg or Hedge Bull Bragantino in Brazil. This also say that again. Hedgy Bull Bragancino. I love it. So Red Bull and they, they yeah. share these resources. So just like the City Group for New York City FC, Red Bull are going to keep these clubs buoyant. Both both teams are leaning into their scouting departments, but there's only one team that can win the hair game. And I think John Tolkien, all on his John own, Tolkien. has won that. Oh, look at that! The hair that game name. goes to the red team. Uh, that little is, Ric Flair right there, a little nature yeah. boy. Oh, Whether you like wow. it or you don't like it. How about that? How about that? War what if a soccer team got a warm up with like a, a feather boa, a boa like that? It would be brilliant. Thing? Yeah, they should. Yeah. Maybe you should look into that, Adidas. Tolkien, by the way, he's Adidas. got the good hair, but he's a he's one of these young fullbacks that MLS is developing at a high level, like George Bello and mm -hmm. Kevin Paredes, who've already gone to Germany. Tolkien, maybe. Yeah, no, maybe not too show, far behind. This show picks out cool things that happen because the players are good, not just cool things that happen and then we throw it aside. No, like it was by accident. Numbers. It was by accident. You know, <laughs> shout out to uh, Max Bredis' debut on 110 Football way back when. Speaking of fashion, 110 Football fashion show. Oh, two, yeah. Oh, two years right. ago. What a sketch. That was two years ago? Oh, probably. No, not quite two years ago. By the way, Soccer USA, will New York City ever get a home and a proper banner? The pressure's on now with Nashville getting it. The list of teams that haven't got a home stadium is shrinking and there's pressure. Like a, and that's the only thing that they're but, missing. But a like designated home stadium. Yes. And if they get a home, a they'll get a banner, stadium. right? They'll get a proper banner. I mean, they played in one incredible home stadium. It was Bank California Stadium. <laughs> so I thought you were talking about the. Uh, or how about what was the one place the Hartford where they played in Hartford? Oh, Rensselaer Field. Yeah. I've been to. I've seen many games at Rensselaer Field back in my ESPN days. It's not a bad park. Not oh, a bad. Okay. So some UConn football for, there. But not for the reigning MLS Cup champions in a professional soccer team. Yeah. GTG Law, I have recovered from Saturday. I did not overserve myself at the members event at the Sunset Deck. What a beautiful evening that was. Great to share that with you. He did recover. He was in rare form at the game on Sunday, just hosting everyone. A busy, busy weekend uh, at the stadium, including Sunday, where LAFC were victorious. Meanwhile, in Houston, Austin came from behind to beat the Dynamo. Mm -hmm. Texas, Texas rivalries, which have been as good as they've been in many years between the three Texas clubs. And... LAFC and Austin have been going back and forth. Uh, LAFC being first, and Austin would go back in front of them. LAFC would take it back. This weekend, after the Houston win, Austin was in first, and LAFC 
They have put some space between them and the rest of the league. Certainly unexpected to a lesser degree, LAFC, Austin FC, who are one of the worst teams in the league, have uh, have figured it out. And they've done it in remarkable fashion. Yeah, they have Sebastian Driussi, who's leading the league in scoring and is a legit DP who had high, high expectations. But they have these MLS campaigners like Ring and uh, Diego Fagundes and Maxi Oruti that were available to everyone, but they're playing at a high clip. Can they continue that? I don't know, but man, they have a knack for getting results. Yeah, in terms of Austin FC's expectations, I think they've already done what they needed done in this nine, season. In nine games. In yeah. nine games. I, I, like, you think they no, can stick around? Regardless if I think they can stick around, I think no matter what happens, Austin FC's supporters should be happy with this season. I don't know. I, I, I want, don't know. They they definitely weren't happy with last season, and they want the coach that is Because they're this. spoiled. But I will say, like, look, no, uh, I, assuming, beautiful football, beautiful assuming they make playoffs, mm-hmm. no matter what, they should be very happy. Well, one way or another, May is going to be a bellwether month for both these teams because Austin, a lot of people have pointed out, they had a little bit of soft schedule start, a lot of home games. They have seven of nine on the road coming up. So we're going to learn a lot about them, including coming to Bank California Stadium to play LAFC. And for LAFC side, obviously I've just noted that they'll play Austin. That's going to probably be a top of the West clash. But before that, they have to play the team from the top of the East. Philly comes into town. Uh, You'll be on the call for that out here locally. And uh, I think we will, we're surprised a little bit at where exactly how much these guys have paced the rest of the league and they're, they're really standing out. Austin leading the league in goals, which is just incredible when you think about last year. They had a lot of pretty possession, not a lot of finishes. I, I, want, with it. I want to know how many goals they have had last season. Do, you, do they have more goals now than they did all of last season? No, no. But, I mean, they're probably pacing right up there to get pretty close. Yeah, pretty high. I, first and first and second place, LFC Austin, will they be the case when they play on the 18th? Could be. Yeah. Uh, Austin's goal is to make the postseason after last season. What, like to your point, what they've done early on with Drew, see if he stays healthy. Remember the Cecilio Dominguez issue should have pushed them back. It didn't. Uh, they won't be at the top. I'd be shocked if they were. But this start tells me that they're they should be in the top seven, which gets you in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So another big headline from this week was Tennessee, Nashville, brand new stadium, Geodis Park. <laughs> Biggest soccer-specific stadium in the U.S. Why are you looking at me like that? You know why I'm looking at you like that. Uh, <laughs> very do. intense game, which I, I, we've talked about it before in rehearsal, which probably shouldn't have been this intense of a game. It looked like it was going to be a blowout. Nashville gave, gave through everything and Andre Blake. What about uh, Reese Witherspoon in the crowd? That was a yeah. You think you think she was really clap. in on it? Yeah, she was. She you was, think she? She was like at a golf event. Do you think she even knew it was soccer? Yeah. Listen, beside what she said, there was an article with a photo of her, and it said Reese Witherspoon and her family taking in the Tennessee Titans game. Oh, no. I think well, it was, I don't want to say the publication. I'll get it correctly, but it wasn't good. That'll probably get clicks. I think it was people. I think I saw it. Was that. People. Yeah, it, was it was people. It was people. That'll get clicks. That's just, so lazy. How could you not just yeah. look at the team and say that? Come on. It'll get clicks for the wrong reason, but that'll probably make their traffic quota for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get the person who did that article is going to get a promotion. Well, what do you think, Connor? Did the game live up to the stadium? 100%. Yeah, I, I think it was an intense match. I, of course, Nashville supporters would have wanted it to go the other way, but I think uh, in terms of entertainment value, yeah, it's great. Beautiful stadium. Nothing to worry about. Hector's asking about the seat color. What color are the seats? There was, was like one yeah, them. I couldn't tell. It was yellow, navy, blue okay. mix. I'll say, Hector, I, there were so many people that I couldn't tell, which is the way you want it. <laughs> are they going to be able to fill 30,000 every No, game? but they're building that in infrastructure beforehand. A little like Cincinnati. Well, like, but- 
to so your point, thirty thousand is it more for Garth Brooks shows? Yeah, to your point about like when we we had Charlotte early on the season, and we were like, yeah, that's great and all, but like if you guys don't show up the next week with at least let's say thirty, they had yeah, what, and they've done over it. sixty-five thousand, and they they did have thirty thousand to come back through. So Nashville, you're kind of on the clock. Like you should be selling out a couple more games in a row because you can't go thirty thousand and then all of a sudden have fifteen. Chris Lafferty saying Jodas Park, Geodas Park has an old-timey Cooperstown baseball stadium type feel. I like it. Yeah. When I saw the renderings, I was like, but when I saw it in live action, I was really impressed. The roof, I just, I always like it to cover the, cover the, the top a little more because it keeps that atmosphere in there and makes it really loud. But it was plenty loud, and uh, it, it looked nice on TV, which is good because when you're flipping through the channels or you see something like that, you stay. Now, with regards to what uh, Connor was telling me earlier, uh, we got to lose this title soccer specific because there's 23 of these, and it just sounds kind of nerdy. Right? right? And it's also not inclusive, right? It's like it's soccer specific. Well, it's not soccer specific. There's going to be concerts there. There's going to be rugby teams in some of these places. There's going to be lacrosse, you name it. Mm. So I, I, I know it's something we've attached to, and I just think we're past that. I want it to be like the Music City Cauldron, something that just – they had Tommy Shaw play. That was really cool. Tommy was, Shaw, Sticks. He, no, he oh, come sail away. Oh, oh Hey, all right, wrapping the show. I can't. We're the... done. We're <laughs> done. Yep. Sorry, you guys are great. We're going to get out of here. Connor actually got a reference. Tommy Shaw, and he had a, he had a Nashville SC guitar. Yeah. So that, that was very cool. Nice. They, nice they got a channel guitar. in the music. If they make it Music City, forget soccer space. Don't introduce it as the largest soccer specific. Mm -hmm. Give it a nice local feel that is going to make it stay. And bring in the, the non-soccer people in. You know what I say? Like Reese Witherspoon. Like Reese Witherspoon. I say that it's difficult for us to judge because we were just watching it on TV. Maybe road trip. Road trip. We, we, started, road. we started off this road show talking trip. about a road trip that to New York. Nashville cha chicken. Let's yes. check out the, who's Let's playing Nashville. in Nashville so we could see. I mean, maybe, maybe see a show. Like you said, we go see Garth Brooks one night and then. Uh, I don't know about Garth Brooks. What about Chris? Uh, Garth Brooks would play there. Ego? Garth Brooks would play at the Enormo Dome. What's Garth's alter ego? Chris something? I can't remember. Is that still Did you go see that guy? Rick Wilson. But I also want to mention Chris Lafferty sticking by uh, Rensselaer Field, which is also the field that I believe had Landon Donovan's final game in the national team. Okay. Cool. I want to get that off cool. my Cool. Great fact. Anyway, okay. but Nashville off to a good start. I was impressed. Yes. But let's don't worry about soccer specific. All right. Well, let, let's round out uh, hashtag what's trending <laughs> with another CCL team that has now come good. Montreal is unbeaten in six. Uh, how have they put it? Put it back together because this team is not a team. I, you want to take Red Bull, NYCFC, and then Montreal. They're the most surprising of the teams yeah. that are still doing well. And they did well in the Champions League, CONCACAF Champions League. They could have gone a little they further. They surprised a little They bit. knocked out Santos, right? Yes. Yeah. So this has been a great and season. And they put in a strong effort against Cruz Azul, no? For uh, Coach Nancy, and uh, they yeah. did. They, they were the Cruz Azul team that barely beat Forge FC. Forge FC. Wow, you have you are an encyclopedia. Uh, only for, Canadian for, only for a Canadian Premier League league. soccer, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, Georgi Mihalovic is a special player. I wish they could get one more piece. Because I think one more piece. He's over your left shoulder there. There he is, Georgi. Uh, great, great family, the Mihalovic's, with uh, his sister is a, a great player in New Mexico. They're all, they really are uh, a great family profile and great for the sport. And it's a... Uh, he is, a super, he is the one guy that has, I think, without really playing for the national team, has put himself on the roster for Qatar because he's that good. And he does what no one else I've seen on that roster is capable of doing. Because, well, not many players in this league. Gold dangerous from midfield. We, we always talk about DPs are always forwards. 
Um, I think eventually we're going to get to the point where we're starting to see some more midfielders. I think Nico Ladero is kind of the mold for the midfielder that's goal dangerous, but Nico scores a lot of penalties too. This guy does it from the run of play. But let's go back to our uh, Canadian experts because I go to you for all things Canadian. Is this Canadian team for real? Who's going to be the best Canadian team run? by the end of the season? It's got to be Montreal. Not necessarily because they're so good, but more so because Vancouver and Toronto are not good. Do you think but Toronto could get better by ah. Toronto could get better, but Montreal has that structure, and I think their all-out, healthy starting lineup is far superior than either Toronto's That's a good point, Vancouver. though. That's that's what they have to hope for, right? This is why they've been better after CCLs, because they haven't had to rotate. Nope. And I think his first 11, he knows his best 11, Wilfred Bonney, but uh, outside of that... Wilfred uh, Nancy. I Nancy, said, sorry. Wilfred Bonney. I Bonnie. forgot his first I did name. Too. And you got us. I said Coach Nancy. You said Wilford Bonnie. Wilford Bonnie, good player. Yeah, Wilford. they could use him. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I don't think outside uh, Nancy doesn't know his his who if he has to rotate heavily or even just the littlest bit, we could see them falter again. Yeah, but again, I think they've they've got a really good MLS quality starting lineup, and on any given day, well, as long can, as that they that kid still plays well, they'll they'll. Kyoto Kyoto's a good one. He's. He, mm -hmm. I, Hey, they got Kai Kamara scoring again. Kai Kamara is just a. I know he took like a year man. off and said, "Hey, I'll come back." Victor Wanyama, Ismael Kone. Wanyama's been a European He's players. been a linchpin for them too, from that defensive mid spot. The fact that he's just been able to kind of dictate games and then make some tackles when he wants to. It's it's <clears> not quite because Ilya is still a lot more mobile than him, but it's much like Ilya Sanchez with LAFC. Gav in the comments is saying Toronto and the DP. That, Lorenzo Insigne is not going to change that team. It's going to be good, but it's not going to. They'll probably add another It's going to be Bob They'll that's going to have piece. to change that team. Bob will, add, will find a way for the, the ownership to get some more help for Because they're not going to bring Insigne just to stand on an island. And by the way, Jesus Jimenez has seven goals for Toronto. Do you believe yeah. that? I, I was just looking at this. I was like, what? seven goals? Hey, Bob knows how to coach attacking football and scout for attacking football. It's like we said. He's going to have to figure out how to put the rest of the pieces together, and that takes time. Yeah, we saw good academy. Some, good academy here. for Toronto, even though we're talking about Montreal. But you gotta, you got to look at I them said, from top down. I said it before. Jimenez Insigne is going to be the next Altador uh, Juvenco. The, the big little combination. Big little, I know. Big little. Championship. championship. All right, let's move on from uh, what was trending. Let's move on to a game we like to play from time to time. It's called Tappin' Merchant. This is basically our version Why'd of Why'd your voice get blank. so high? I don't know. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying something. What's happened? Uh, we'll be given a phrase, and we have to complete it with our whiteboards, which means penmanship time, boys. Uh, let's get our first one here. God, I haven't done this in a while. Remember, you're right. We should the clean these. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, we need to get a, a new like, cleaner for this. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe just like a Okay, remember, you're going to write You're gonna write it down, and then one, two, three, we'll turn it around. So, uh, producer, Chris, if you could give us our first question. Coming. Nope. This no, sounds like can't. a stick song right here. Here we go. Oh, three box. This sounds like a stick song. Technical yeah. terms for you there. Here we go. Okay. okay. Sebastian Frere's goal from midfield was. Ooh. Oh no. Oh no, my writing. My writing's all bad. Can they hear producer Chris right now? All right. <clears throat> Did you draw something? Yeah, I went fire. I went fire emoji. That's it. Oh, oh my god, I did not think that, that looks was like a... an internal organ or something else. <laughs> it looks like a heart. It does. This is this is what my soul looks like. What does yours say? Opportunistic. Sure. Excellent handwriting. That's it. That's all you. Wait. That was lame. Okay. Let me do my that. My emoji might have been bad, but he's he's the one. What is that? You, what is so does that mean I or? win? Your emoji's bad. His answer's wrong. Sexy. I do like the. Hey. All right. 
It was good. It was fun. Well, we've no, we've learned that I'm also. It not was a, because the goalkeeper was 800 yards off his. I tried to be creative, which I am, but I'm not a drawer. So we learned that today. I'm not an artist. A for effort. All right. All right. Let's go on. What's our second question, producer? Yeah, we only answer in hieroglyphs now, thanks to Vince. <laughs> no one said I couldn't do emojis. And vital organs. New England's improved not so play is. New England's improved play is. Who did they beat again this weekend? It was uh, Charlotte, right? No. No. Miami. Uh, Miami. I'm sorry, Miami. Okay, wait for it. Wait, wait. Max got a. Which side is it? What is Gilly? Carlos Gilly. Oh. <laughs> not Gilly? real? Carlos. Carlos yeah. Gilly? Really? Mickey? They didn't improve. What about Mickey Gilly? They're not going to be good He's this year. He's still going to be. See, I think that they are good. It's just, for whatever reason, he does not have that group motivated. Clearly, him and Carlos Heel, or Gilly, as you like to call him, is not. Yeah, that was you, so could tiny. You write, like, did you see how big mine was compared to yours? You know what? I, I'm just going to this game this, off. Does anybody remember this guy? Is it that small? Yeah, no one can. Okay, Vince says about time for all, all of you on an iPhone. Wow, okay. Okay, so so then no more emojis and write bigger as I drop my. You're having a shocker right. right now. In t in, I am. In I'm this. having a shocker in this game. This is not my game. Clearly not my game. All right, what do we got? What do we got? Enter Miami's new stadium will be <laughs> built on. No. <laughs> uh, By the way, guys, we went quiet for a second there because I can hear in the room and they're they're making jokes. The producers are making jokes in the room. I don't know. You don't know. Come on, hot takes. Oh, you're making an emoji. Don't <laughs> Ready? you care. Ready? Fire emoji. <laughs> oh, is that better? Okay, I did this in a second. You had like pain in the ass. I said, okay. "Hey, it says a pain in the ass." Oh, sorry. Fictional? You don't think it's gonna happen? I just don't. I just it. That's why I think it's gonna be. I, I'm from Miami. I still feel and like there's Miami be... politics. Let me tell you something about the people in Miami. They don't want another stadium. When Billy Corbin is putting out hit ads against you, and yes, you still got your stadium through because you went through the no bid process and you got like this kind of weird city council approval. I just feel they didn't like want something the, else, there's going to be more wrenches thrown in there. They didn't want the Marlins Stadium, so the people that go, if I have to pay one penny of my tax money, it's not happening. They don't want it. Yeah. Uh, there's people who do want it, and I think it'd be a success, but it's an uphill battle because of what's happened in that well, you know it, it can be a success, a success, but it's not necessary, I think, to the people no, of Miami. this is the problem. This we'll is have the, no parking, exactly. That's, uh, what, everyone has a car in Miami. But this is what Inter-Miami has done since no the public start transport. of their existence. They're just like, it'll be fine, trust us. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to explain yourselves because to your point, they don't want to spend a penny. Well, it's supposed to be all privately funded and and Billy Corbin's able to put out a thing saying it's not. Like you should have already quashed that message well before this even happened. Yeah, but the city's already pushing against it. Unless they're the soccer fans, which they're gonna. As a non-biased. Mickey Gilly on Urban Cowboy was great. As no, a non-biased nice MLS show, Inter-Miami sucks. Other, other. I want Inter-Miami being successful is important for the league with Beckham and, um, that ownership group, it's huge. It's just that I, this is just weird. All right, but other acceptable answers could have been Inter-Miami's new stadium will not be in Miami. Or yeah. be built on cocaine. Oh, hey, <laughs> okay. No. And on that bombshell, That's not we have a narco-trafficking town anymore. It's on more? the West Coast. It's on the West Coast now. LAC versus Philadelphia this week when will be, oh, I already used my fire emoji. Oh, man.
Oh. Uh-oh. I don't know how to spell big words, so I'm going to change my answer. Okay. This is the second last one. So don't use it all here, but you can still go big. I don't know what Max is doing. Oh, Max is erased. Oh, no. Oh, shit. This is a race to the finish to finish your SATs when you're just going all C all the way down. Okay. MLS Cup preview? Hashtag funsies. Uh, eye opening? I because win. I think I win this one. Yeah, okay. you do win that Come one. Come on. It's not gonna be an MLS Cup preview. No? Why not? I disagree. I think I like Lugar City FC better and uh, although uh, LAFC would be the Uh yeah, but if you if you remember your history, Max uh, and LAFC if, has to do prove they the can do it in the playoffs. If the Philadelphia Union did not have, what, like 11 players out with COVID, yeah. they probably would have beaten NYCFC right. last year. True, season, so. true. And I, I, like LAFC, I mean, you're going to be terrified when the playoffs roll around and you get drawn by the Sounders because they're going to no. be fit. It's Sounders, gonna, the, but we are, but we, LAFC is much more veteran-laden. Yes, true. So. But I think right, we're, when I said one. eye-opening, it's just because I think we'll know a lot more about both these teams after this game. This is a really big I'm going to say this, though. You're, you're playing it safe. This is the last one. Go big. I didn't All play right, it safe. I, I, wrote, it safe I, I wrote a dirty guy. word. Guys, he's been playing it safe. The this MLS entire. number nine for the U.S. men's national Ooh. team in the World Cup Ooh. will be... Oh my Same god. Thing. What? Not from MLS, but what MLS player? It's, that was what no, M the MLS number nine in the World Cup will be from MLS, meaning he'll be an MLS player. It won't be Jordan Peefock. It won't that, be that, Haji that's, Run that's that's on the assumption that it's from MLS. It says the MLS. Yeah, but I'm just reinforcing it. So I was gonna say Jesus Fededa. You're reinforcing the already implied. Right, hold on, hold on, then fine, hold on. Statement? Okay. I, I think BV means Brandon Vasquez. Brandon Vasquez, I think he's earned it. I think he really has. Wow, that would be a big. I mean, at least a Bobasi played for some youth teams. Sure. Uh, in small, in my smaller writing, I said, please get him out of. Oh, sure. please get him out of San Jose. There you go. Max is the homer pick, but he has. He is one of the most lethal finishers. It's in his, the right answer is Jesus Ferreira. Yeah, he's got six goals this season. Although he may not be your traditional number nine. But I think he is going to be the starting number nine ahead of you know all the European candidates. I'm sorry, I didn't. Don't, read that. He's don't not, be surprised. I like that shout. I although like he's not a number nine, I want to see Kate Cowell at the World Cup. This guy, this he guy doesn't does, play for Mexico. This guy does everything that Pfock does, but he also presses and doesn't like let you down. I don't like Pfock. Pfock's no. not a good fit, and I don't need another. I don't need another video showing him hitting a penalty again. I've seen enough of. Them. What about him? Yeah, yeah, hey, just watch the last 20 minutes of the game at Azteca when he walks around. Yeah, that. that and then, and then misses plenty. a sitter. I like him, but he's not a national yeah. team player. Uh, it's that. time to dive headfirst into the creative hilarity that are memes. We've scoured the internet <laughs> to find the best. We love a studio audience uh, <laughs> to find the best ones revolving MLS, and here are the memes of the week. Ha <laughs> ha, yay! You should have, um, you should have Max <laughs> record a laugh. Yeah? Send. Yeah. Behind the scenes talk. All right, first hey, one. Hey, hey. What do we got? Memes. Oh. No, it's right. Seattle Sounders versus Pumas. In extra time. Basically, it's like, it was a slugfest. Why don't we just keep going? Oh, yeah. It was. It was yeah. a slugfest. I don't know if Pumas want to keep throwing punches there. Max, you're going to talk a little bit about that CCL final later. I'm just weary that Pumas was able to play the kids and still get a win against top-ranked Pachuca. Like, this is not going to be an easy one. Nope, Pumas. 
But hopefully it's as entertaining as that last game was. How do you also. know how engaged Pachuca was? That's true. They are already top. They're not. They weren't. Hey, what gonna are you, a Liga Mekis connoisseur? Look at that. Sometimes. That's the answer. We should have had a cheesecake breakfast taco. That have been. That's what I should have put on my whiteboard. Oh, you mean cheesesteak? I said cheesesteak. I think. Cheesecake. Cheesecake breakfast taco. I don't want a cheesecake taco. All right, let's get to the next meme. I think a cheesecake breakfast taco is a meme in itself. Oh, this is great. Ah, NYCFC. On a panini page. Good team. Joke of the league. I would love to know the miles traveled to get to home. Too many. I mean, just to get to Bank California Stadium. What a burden on these players. And they haven't complained. They've done it. What a burden on the fans. The stadium thing is out of control. That in New England, it's just, at least New England don't have to jump around. Imagine you're all ready to go to your first NYCFC game and you show up to Yankee Stadium and then someone goes, oh, it's at City Field. (laughs) You're like, really? Well, Well, I guess guess I'm not not going. going. Well, you can make it to City Field from Yankee Stadium. It depends on how the traffic or subway is In the train, yeah. Uh, uh, Rencher Field, no, and certainly Bank of California Stadium, no. How many of those other stadiums do you think the players, after they finish, were like, I really like this field. Like, could we play here <laughs> yeah. instead of NY? Instead yeah. of Red Bull Arena is a great stadium. Red Bull Arena is an incredible Can we stay in L.A.? Yeah. They probably thought that. All right, last one of the week. Uh, oh, here we LAFC go. Austin, Here's back at it again. tacos, friend. Well, because it was going back Which is why forth. I wore my uh, Danny Trejo's tacos, just to remind... Austin, where the best tacos come yeah. from. L.A., baby. Austin FC uh, keeps posting. I don't know what's going on. And let's, let's face it. Anything Mexican food, L.A. is going to kick your tail. Because Austin is, is it's great cuisine. I know more for the barbecue, right? Franklin's mm-hmm. Barbecue and a few other places. Tex-Mex, I think, is a little bigger in places like Austin and San Antonio. The Mexican food in L.A. and San Diego is... And I'm just going to say, this is why I don't like most of this snarky new social media for pro sports teams is it gets started and then they just keep going back to the well too many times. Do the joke once. It's fine. Wait till the weekend's over before you post because you're going to look bad once LAFC wins and comes back again. I got to feel like the second time they knew that and it was a joke. Like well, they I love that, that then later they came back and it was like, well, I guess we got to get it done for ourselves. And LAFC said, yeah, here's the ticket link. Yeah. Thanks for selling tickets. Thanks for selling tickets. Uh, did you have a favorite, guys? Uh, the panini. I thought panini. it was clever. Panini's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I normally go for, you know, you see something immediately recognizable like South Park, but the panini one, strong. Yeah, Gav, when do they get known for tacos? I, I miss that for Austin. I love Austin. Only I go there bre- a couple times a year. Only breakfast tacos. Uh, but let's move on from the great internet content to great players on the pitch. It's time for our Players of the Week. Connor, you have the honors. I have Patrick Clamana as my Player of the Week. Two goals, one of which was a stoppage time penalty. Did you say Patrick Clamata? I thought so, too. Are you making a Bloody Mary over yeah. there? Yeah. Clamata. I could use one. If you're... Do you know what Clamato is? Yeah. Clamato juice. Yeah, if you're making them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep going about your player, though. Um, no, two. I mean, two goals, one of which was an extra time or like last minute penalty to he sent Gaga Solina. So, so. Solina. Oh, Solina. that was odd, man. He's, he like he like, it's, he like went, he, uh, it's like he was leading off the edge. He's regressed. The... Matt Doyle pointed out too. He's been flailing for some crosses. I mean, he's just 18, so it's that it's even that uh, that Polish guy. The game against the Galaxy where got they the game against the Galaxy where there was no shots on goal. There was actually two goals that got by him, but they were offside against the Galaxy. Mm. So he's. He's still a very good keeper, but they need to groom him yeah. a little bit. But it's not about him. It's about Is this another story of uh, the U.S. men's national team fan base hyping up their players too much? No, because uh, Donnarumma won the Euros 
uh, and still has a lot of flaws in and his he game. He started at that just, age, right? Yeah, yeah he, start, he started at that age. I think it's just you get a young goalkeeper, and it's all about different angles and seeing pictures. Goalkeepers are a lot about experience. That's why you see guys at like 30 finally reaching their marks, whereas at 30 and you're a striker, they're like, hey, time to retire. Yeah, and by, by the way, way Patrick Klamala. Klamala. Sorry. Klamala. Uh, Gaga Slonina, Poland's coming at you. You'd be crazy not to go to the U.S., and this is the reason why the U.S. is guaranteed to go to the World Cup. But don't forget that Connor's player was Patrick Klamala. Uh, we've From Poland about as well. Too much, but it was. Yeah. I like Klamala. He's good. Yep. He's good. My player of the week is Mark Anthony K. Played a good 90 minutes for Colorado. Down a man. They were very brave, and they beat Portland 2 zip. A really bad loss for the Timbers. A really good one for Colorado. You get points for being brave? Get points for being brave. I love the way he finished it. Kind of cut it back over to the left foot. Finished post to post. And he has three goals this season. So Mark Anthony Kay, who is in the team of the week. A good, comprehensive game across the board. Cherry on top was the goal. Shout out to Soccer USA for pulling off the Zizix Road exit. The Oh, the Zizix Road in Austin. Exit yeah. off the way to uh, Vegas. That is just the most random street. Road in the entire in all of America. Shout out to you, Soccer USA. My player of the week is Andre Blake, and almost solely based on his first half against Nashville. Uh, that whole crowd was just waiting for the moment to explode, and Andre Blake was like, "Not today, not today, kids." Uh, he did. He did finally get beaten, but he did almost save that penalty that that they needed to just to draw draw level. And I think actually, I'm going to show you guys this. I think the Philadelphia Union agree with me because after this week, they put this out uh, reminding reminding MLS, because MLS has four, they give you four player of the week choices, none of which were Andre Blake. So the Philadelphia Union made a correction for them and said, uh, you guys spelled Andre Blake wrong four times. And we think this should happen. Goalkeepers, let's say that it's a 1-1 draw and they do the work like Blake does, at least put them in the running. MLS has a perception of like, hey, we can't defend. So when you have a chance to embrace that and show that you have good defenders or good goalkeepers or both, you've got to do it. Mm -hmm. Don't keep putting attacking players because that's one of the concerns. Well, that, that's, to them, that's what gets the most clicks. Right, but MLS can defend, and we've got to show that, that there's some good players that do that. Well, let's take a look at the team of the week and see if our players made it. Let's see how accurate we were. I know mine did. I know mine did. Mark Anthony K. We all did. Andre. Ah, we all did. We did good not plan that. We actually picked the Go team. No? Okay. What do you think of the formation? Uh, it's weird. Usually, uh, this was a, I was telling Vince earlier, this was a weird week in MLS. It wasn't as crazy as it normally is. There wasn't too many forwards banging in a bunch of goals this, this uh More this than week. one, though. Whereas, like, most weeks, it's like, oh, like, last week, we had, like, four center forwards get it bagging like a brace. Yeah. Like, how can interesting. You... What we had this week was lots of yellow cards yeah. and red cards. Well, so they put it at 4-5-1, but, like, couldn't you easily just move Acosta and say like it's a 4-4-2, it just makes it look a little bit better. It yeah, just, that again, very menacing. These are, these are all optics, just like we said with the, putting some goalkeepers in there. MLS, got to work on some of the optics. Yeah, the team of the week, we got we to gotta refurbish that. Hey, hey, call us, MLS. We can help you out with that. We're going to ask some questions of you in the chat room. Let's throw some questions. I know you have them. Could be about anything. Could be about the officiating. I was nixed about talking about officiating because these guys says we can't talk about officials every what do, week. What do we think about that uh, Chris Penso call on uh, Corey Burke? At the end, handball. No, it ended up being a non-call. Yeah. Yeah, that cool. I want to say that I feel like that is a pre... because I think Burke got lucky. Uh, maybe a little lucky, but... So we always talk about this. Like, when you go to jump, you put your... It's about your natural position, right? A lot of people, when they go to jump, will put their hands up to get extra height or things like that. 
His were kind of more like this. They were so like I feel this. like it was a little more actually as natural as you could get because it seems like what they mean by natural is actually just hands at your side. I don't know. He didn't seem to make himself that much bigger. I, I was okay with that one. I feel it could have gone either way. I, th- I, could, I think Burke got lucky. That's all, I think. It, it was in that area. Uh, someone said that uh, Gav GTG Law, sorry, lawyer in the house, asked, <laughs> do we feel sorry for New Yorkers? No. Uh, it's a great city. It depends on when you are there. I never uh, feel middle sorry of, for New Yorkers. Like August, I feel sorry for New Yorkers. February, I feel sorry for New Yorkers. Oh, I feel uh, when as certain if mayors are a, in power. All I feel he's referring oh, to the stadium, stadium not okay. just in general. <laughs> all smart New Yorkers eventually move to California and then they never go back. And that's Florida. how you do it. New Yorkers always go to Florida and they complain about how great New York is, and then I go, well, no. go back. This Watch. wouldn't happen in Quebecers New York. Quebecers go to Florida and they love it. They don't complain uh, about the stadium. Quebecois. About uh, yeah, the Quebecois. Sorry. Uh, Maxime Crepeau has a, a little uh, has a home there or a vacation home there. Um, New York is in uh, Florida. Uh, Fort Lauderdale is where there are a lot of Quebecers. Quebecois. Um, <laughs> I don't feel sorry for New Yorkers. Red Bull Arena. They they've got to do something. It's actually very accessible from New York City and a path train. I just don't know. We've had that conversation forever, but it's a great stadium. Uh, New York City FC. They've got to figure it out, but I don't know where they put it. But there's places with that Randall Island, which isn't too far. Just I don't know. Give, just, just give up t- on the Yankees. It has to be in the Bronx. Like yeah. just anywhere in the city's. Well, they've prided themselves on that uh, that kind of storyline. Like, oh, we're not in New Jersey. We're here in the Bronx. We're in New York. We're in New York City. Yeah. Come on, you're really gonna. Well, they should be in New York. There's places to put it in New York. Uh, CCL predictions. Who's winning? Vince. Ooh. Sounders. Sounders will be in front. It'll be 2-1 in the second half. Pumas will threaten a little bit, and then Seattle will get a goal on the counterattack, win it 3-1, lift the trophy. I'll say Sounders, but I will say as an LAFC fan, look, I want Seattle to win. I want an MLS team to win. But if they lose, you'll, you'll, a grin, you'll have a grin on your face. But if they lose <laughs> in front of 70,000 fans at Lumen Field, Will I be that upset? Not at all. So that would be Connor, very funny. Connor's just rigged it so he wins no matter what. I win no matter what. I I'll be happy that. if they win. I will also be very happy if they lose. Uh, how about this? Which Eastern Conference team has the most potential to win the 2022 Eastern Conference in the standings? Philly and New York. I like New York City FC just because they're loaded. City Red Bulls talent. drop off. Uh, I think the Red Orlando? Bulls hang around. And look, they, uh, I like Orlando. I, I think I like Orlando, Orlando has a lot. the best team, but they... They have some howlers in there where they just lose yeah. games where you're like, you had no business losing in that game. But Torres, Facundo Torres scored another goal. I, they have a good piece. I think New York City FC still has to be the favorite with Philadelphia just behind them. And I, New York City FC and the Red Bulls, if they're in contention in the summer market, they'll be able to get some, they'll yeah. be able to get some, uh, some folks that could help them out a bit. Some re- re- refreshments. Thickety Wickets wants to talk about Ted Lasso. I know that's Max's favorite, but we won't. No, I <laughs> like Ted Lasso, but I live in fear when it's season three comes out because Twitter becomes the Ted Lasso celebration hour, and people are just, they love it so much, it's its a little vomit-inducing. I'm sorry. I, uh, I watched a little bit of the first season. It's not my favorite show. It's okay. Being completely honest, but as a soccer fan in the U.S., the exposure that it's given this sport and the amount of fans that have started actually watching soccer after watching that show. Has anyone watched any of the, like, the Netflix one? What is it, Club de Cuervos? Is that one of these? I, I watched, watched the, the pilot. first season. It was good. Okay. Uh, but like, it's like, for me, Ted Lasso this past season felt very East Enders kind of English soap opera-y. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap know. it on this one. I saw it from Jesus Cardenas. It was uh, Isco to MLS. 
I think we're finally at. There's some good Spanish players coming over, well, so why not? When you when you think of Shakiri, I think Shakiri and him are same caliber player. Like when you think about it, um, Shakiri actually name, plays a lot more comes for. Comes up a lot. So. Yeah, Shakiri plays a lot more for his national team. But I would say if you got like guys like Shakiri, you got guys like Insigne coming. Why not Isco? But if you had to pick where he was going, where, where's Isco's best fit? Uh, it's got to be a team that doesn't have a big name player. Mm. Like a, he's he's the is he out franchise of contract? Is that player. Why his name keeps coming. Up? I believe yeah. so. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why his name keeps coming up. I mean, there's places that like don't have big name players that I, I he will never go to. I mean, he's not going to be on Colorado. Throw him in Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't have a DP slot, do they? Left anymore? They don't. Do they have three now. Toronto FC. Do they have one left? Toronto yeah. has because Inzaghi kind of fits that bill too. You mean Insignia? I mean Insignia. Oh, I'd love it if Filippo Inzaghi came out of retirement. Um, Simone Inzaghi. Yeah. <laughs> Simone was maybe the better Inzaghi. Oh, that's 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 hashtag trending. Uh, I think. Why not does Chicago? Portland have an open spot? Now that Valeri's gone, I think so. Yeah, they might have a spot. Yeah, yeah. Portland. East go to Portland. Stamp it. Good job. There Maybe we go. Miami. Nope. Sorry, Jesus. That's not. Um, it's what we do really here. We quickly, make deals. Uh, Chris said to my point about um, NYCFC priding themselves on really being the New York team, yeah, saying we know the importance of that because of the whole LA Carson debate. But we also know the importance. Bank of California Stadium. Uh, look, that's a state-of-the-art facility. New York City FC does not have that. And I will say, I would, I, I would say that a stadium of that quality would be of a higher priority than making sure you stay true to your uh, NYC. The problem with the Yankee Stadium is not just the stadiums. You have to deal with the Yankees, and they have this holy ground philosophy, and it's impossible to deal with. Can't go there. You can't go there. By the way, don't touch that statue. It's like, yeah, get out of here. The Yankee stadiums have to be theirs, and you got to be out of it. You don't they, like the Yankees? No, but they it's they they treat it like uh, uh you know this museum, it's like a church. and it's uh, if you can't they treat you like second citizens. So no. Do you guys see what your questions do? Got got my panel all hot here. All right. Uh, by the way, Zimmerman is a DP. Great news, Walker Zimmerman. If you are watching for a chance, flipping through channels, congratulations, making big money. It all paid off for him. He deserves it. Well, we uh, talk about we talk about attackers being DPs. Deserves it, maybe. No, I think was it like ten uh, million by, by over four years? By all metrics, That's yeah, about nice two and a half million a year. Um, it's about time some defenders are, are getting their due because defenders it's do good, matter. And, and, and an American defender in an American maybe, league as well. Maybe they lock up Miles Robinson for that kind of money. You have these great defenders that stay here. Maybe. All right, guys, those were great questions as always. But the fourth official has raised their sign. It's time for stoppage time. Max Bredos, you are up first. What is your stoppage time topic? My uh, stoppage time topic is a question. Is this? Are the Seattle Sounders obligated to win CONCACAF Champions League? Yes, they are. <laughs> That's how Matt Every, asks right, his questions. Your turn. <laughs> I ask myself a question and I answer it. Seattle has to win this. If they don't, it will be the biggest banana peel that MLS has ever slipped on. Because everything is perfect. You got the result in the first draw. You're facing a favorable opponent. This isn't Tigres. This isn't America. This isn't Monterrey. This isn't Cruz Azul. All due respect to Pumas, who have one of the great jerseys in world football. It's such a cute little... It's, it's a cute. cute little cub. It's so cute. A cute little you cub. You want to go, hello, Pumita. So, I know something about professional sports teams. They love to have their jersey described as cute. I know that's not true, but it's a beautiful jersey. Everyone's healthy for Seattle. They got their back four intact. They have an uh, informed goalkeeper, you know, New Who and Ro Alex Roldan and then Yamar and Ariaga. The front six is stacked. Ruiz Diaz and Jordan Morris are healthy. Lodero, Jao Paulo, 
You have Freddie Montero off the bench. Uh, you have Will Bruin, Bruin off the bench. Uh, you have everything set, and you're at home at 70,000. This is it. This is the moment. I'm confident Seattle, who are the best MLS team in this circumstance at this time, they've done it all, they've won a lot of trophies, that they will secure it. They are, they're definitely obligated. This is an opportunity that cannot go begging. If MLS doesn't do it this time, will we ever win? Yes, to have to start from scratch after this, it would be devastating. Uh, devastating. No, I disagree. I think coming into each cycle of the CONCACAF Champions League, the teams are getting so much better where each team that qualifies mm -hmm. competes in their own right. It's not just like, oh, one team that's going to be able to yeah. take it all. Yeah. I think it's but it, like, like this season, it could have easily been. But to, uh, to Max's point, the Monterey's will be back. The Tigres's will be back. Sure, but I, I disagree. I but think if MLS they'll, they'll still be ready to compete. MLS, if MLS wins it, they could win it next year because all of a sudden the shine is off these Liga MX teams and people in Mexico would say that the, the, the scales have been tilted. It's very possible that this could be the beginning. And everything's happened as well in MLS where they have really, like MLS teams are prioritizing this tournament. Uh, there's a little bit more money. There's a little bit more flexibility to get a better roster. And I, I just want to make sure you guys know that, of course, I'm an LAFC fan. I don't want to see, a, a, I would say, a direct rival win a trophy. We weren't playing in this competition this year. And on top of that, the league does well. We do well. Right. What if LAFC doesn't qualify next year? Yeah. We, got, we can't put it off. I've, Whatever I've, you're, if Portland Timber fans, I know this is hard, but it's good for you if Seattle wins this. I know that's a very difficult pill to swallow yeah I, i'm not rooting for seattle but there's been too much emphasis on put on the first if i'm an lafc fan i just want to win it as long as you win it you take that trophy i mean it's not like uh a team like liverpool's like well we weren't the first but, but to win ex yeah. exactly they won't, they won't remember it won't exactly remember. and and we had a lafc speaking as an lafc fan we had our chance to do do it we blew it that's on us we're not gonna i'm not gonna be selfish and want to wait around till the next time we qualify and then hopefully win. That probability is so slim. It's not like Robert De Niro in Copland. Remember yeah, that also, movie? Also, careful with the wheeze here. You blew it. Yeah, yeah easy, I blew easy. It. This is a MLS show. <laughs> okay, guys, my stoppage time topic is about the... Look, can't wait to see Seattle lose. <laughs> He's can't like, I can't let it go. Can't let it go. All right, I'm going to move <laughs> us along. Okay, The only it. way we can move us along, talk about transfers. That's everybody's Transfers. Favorite. The primary transfer window in MLS ends or closes May 4th and there's going to be a flurry of moves. We're already seeing it today. Jefferson Saverino looks like he's going back to RSL. That's great. Big pickup. Because he was playing in Brazil well, for, the, for the Brazilian champions with some regularity. That's a great And they've move. got a new ownership group and they've got to prove that they, they want to spend. They have zero DP so he'll come back be their first DP in a while. East go to Real Salt Lake. Yeah. Well, oh God. Poor East go. Oh my uh, God. Another, another, big, another big move is, is Chicago has gone ahead and they're bringing Chris Mueller who is a hometown kid Back from Scotland, he is going to join the fire. I think they really need him. So when it closes the fourth, I think there's going to be a couple more moves that you're going to see. So look out for some trades. Uh, lots of GAM and TAM flying all over the place. Love some GAM talk. Uh, but don't worry for all of you that are like, oh, no, the window closes. The secondary window will open not too far away from here, July 7th. So a flurry of moves, close down for a little bit, and then July 7th, it'll open back up again. And I think July... That secondary window is where you start to see the big names like the East Coast and the guys coming out of contract. So close down for a little bit, open back up soon. Exciting. This is going to be a, a, the silly season. MLS, it's always exciting. The silly now. season. Uh, is it? Is it really like kissing your sister, Seattle winning it? I mean, wouldn't kissing your sister be worse? Because that's something you have to remember every day you see her. You're like, ah. yeah. Seattle, you'll forget. I don't know if that's apple to apple. So my stoppage time is uh, Portland Timbers. They hosted a charity match 
for Ukraine, where they raised $500,000 with the Portland Thorns as well, the w NWSL team. Uh, and I think we have some photos to show you guys. This was really fun in my books. Look, it was for a good cause, uh, the Timbers and the Thorns. Most importantly for me, everyone showed up. That wasn't an empty house that they it were just pretty playing stadium, a scrimmage yeah. game. Like that was a fan base, a community, uh, a family all coming together, not just for a good cause, but also Portland does it right, man. They're good. They're good peeps up you there. You know that even Gio Savarese got in on the. They've fun. they've got a culture there where you know you just like seeing that from professional teams here in the U.S. Like the, it's more than just a, a soccer space. team. Like, yeah, it's great. Well done, Portland. And if that's Big a, up Portland. That's a fine one you chose there, Connor. Well, I think we've been talking about... Yeah, I'm a very cultured... I have a big worldview. We're talking about I'm communities, like and it's built around the stadium. One thing Portland did really right is their stadium is smack dab in the middle of downtown. So when there's a, a Portland Timbers or Thorns game, and you come out in colors that aren't Timbers or Thorns, people are going to... They're going to give you the business. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're walking by. They're heading to their, their pub or wherever else before the game. It's it's a cool vibe. So Walking to the stadium, the I game was, day uh, is a lot of fun. I was kicked out of Providence Park. You were? Yeah. I wish I would have been there that day. That would have been pretty We fun. should do like a 110 story time. That would right. be a good segment. Just a little bit lights, Kicked out of Providence Park. Low and you just... Inciting violence. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, I just want to thank home? you guys for joining us. This was a really fun show. We had really good time on LFC 360 as well. Before we go, let's take a look at what we have in store for you for the rest of the week on the 110 Football YouTube channel. Angels Wear Boots is back this Thursday at 1 p.m. You better be there because you got to get got on great that. great numbers got, last week in its first show. Yeah, great get numbers. Get on that hype train early because Angel City defender Sarah Gordon makes her debut on the show. Wow. You do not want to miss that. Then at 4 p.m., it's Football Without Borders where we cover the beautiful game from around the globe. Saturday, it's a top-of-the-table showdown at the bank. We will be there live as LAFC plays host to the Philadelphia Union. Come and hang out and be a part of the tailgate and instant reaction postgame. That's back at our normal spot just to the right of LAFC HQ. Max Bredos will be in his normal spot, which is high above the fans yes. calling the game. Do you like Wait, being I was like to ask Max this. Do you like you know, better? Who's your plus one? He does not. Hey, there'll be some Harvey's like, on involved. Oh, wait, is this Harvey? If it, this is Harvey's first full game. Yes. I uh, know, but we're going to have a full crew because we're going to have a – is it Mo? I don't know. Okay. I, I, I'm starting to ramp into it now. Thank don't you, guys. Don't ask me that again on a Monday. Appreciate it. We Look, will see you on Thursday. You upset Gomez Jr. You wanted a full hour. You're giving him 50 minutes. I, me specifically. He's upset at you. It's always on Thank Connor, you guys. guys. We'll see you guys soon.